Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 11.50 a.m. KKNW and our virtual show. Today's show is Thursday, April 23rd. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge in today's events and how they're going to affect you in our economy. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we are here to answer any questions, connect you with the guests that we have on the show. You can go to themoneyhour.com or you can call our show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50. Really excited because it's actually our first virtual show. We've been uh, not have the show for a little while trying to transition to virtual. And I'm really excited because it's our first video show. As you know, that we're normally in studio and there's no video except the behind the scenes video and some uh, still pics. So I think it's going to be a really special first virtual show. And we'll see where this takes us as we move the uh, show moving forward in the future. And our lineup for today's show, we're going to start out with a panel conversation. I think it's going to be great to talk about what's happening in individual businesses for our guests how they're navigating through the challenges and what opportunities that they see coming out of the pandemic that we're all living through today. But to introduce the guests that we have on the show, we have Susan Ward with Real Living Northwest Realtors, and she's going to be talking about everything real estate. Also, we have Nancy Dutton, Life Goes on Roadmap. And understand what that's all about. Very excited to talk with Nancy. Great information and guests, great guests on stu- on show today. For more information, again, you can call the show at one 855 or go online at themoneyhour.com. One more time, that's one 855 or online at themoneyhour.com. And before we get into our panel conversation, uh, Keelan, what do you think about having a little bit of money chat? Sounds good to me. Money. Money. And this uh, video virtual is kind of cool. All of us jamming to the money stack chat. I'm actually still jamming. This is actually <laughs> what we do in studio. Our guests do it right here. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of a little, I like the little beat to it. Everybody's, you, you look over and it's like not even do it on purpose. People just got their heads going a little bit as it, as it goes. Now, now everybody yeah. can see literally behind <laughs> the scenes. So Keelan, what do you, what do you want to share today for a money chat? Well, you know, we could go on about a bunch of doom and gloom, and that's the last thing I want to do. I mean, we get enough of that on on media. So I just kind of want to talk about um, just personally how I'm kind of gotten through this a little bit myself, and I've set some pretty big goals. And I think there's a shift with this thing. You know, when it first came on, it was, I think the best word I can come up with is heavy. It just felt like very heavy and almost surreal, you know, that this is really um, our new normal. And 
um, it's really sad and it's very dangerous. So, you know, there's also an underlying fear aspect and, you know, trying to figure out, I have a four-year-old at home and, and a new puppy. Talk about the best timing ever to get a puppy, right? So, <laughs> but, you know, on the flip side of that, I could be, you know, I could complain about that. But the reality is, I'm really happy at how much time I get to spend with my daughter. I work a lot and we've been extremely busy. I know you have too, Tina. Rates have gone down really low. We're refining up a storm and the purchase market has picked back up too. So we stay really busy. But the amount of time I get to spend with my daughter is just a really, just such a blessing. And, um, and just trying to find kind of a new normal for myself. And that's more like introspectively looking at myself and just hitting pause on your kind of rut you get in life. I mean, we were, you know, doing very well and life is going great, but it just gives you a moment to kind of evaluate, you know, where am I in life? And is there anything else that can make a better Keelan? And so uh, part of that for me is not only my business, but I've been focusing on health and my recovery of my knee. I mean, what's my excuse if I'm at home cooking for myself every day to, to cheat on my diet? So really being intentional about who I want to be when this thing, I don't know if it's going to be over, but you know, whatever that new thing is when, you know, we kind of get out of this to a degree and change gears. Um, you know, I want to come out of this where I feel like I improved. So that's kind of my thought process yeah. behind this whole thing. I love, I love it, Keelan. And yeah, what a blessing it's been uh, for a lot of families to be able to have that time with their kids. And I'm spending a lot of time with Dave and talking about doom and gloom. I'm actually going to bring in a little doom and gloom <laughs> only because, you know, you went on the warm and fuzzy personal side and that is awesome. Uh, maybe I'll chat about that a little bit and I'll end with that. But I want to talk about some reality of what's happening in our arena. And uh, it's, the classic movie, It's a Wonderful Life, love that movie. Uh, but if you remember, one of the big parts of that story was the run on the bank. And that's exactly what's happening in the mortgage arena and in the banking system. It's a run on the banks. And so I want to talk about a couple things and how this is impacting. And I'll put a positive spin where I can. My first positive spin is uh, the government's not going to let the banking system fall. It's a whole different infrastructure than back in the day. Uh, it's a wonderful life. But there's some serious things going on. And I think it's important us bringing you news and information of what's happening in the economy and in the environment and how that's going to affect you, your family and your life is important, but we're going to get through this. Uh, we made it through the financial meltdown. We're going to make it through this as well, but here's what's happening. It's a liquidity issue. And that's why I say it's like the movie. It's a wonderful life uh, run on the banks is because of the liquidity issue. Now the liquidity issue happened very, very quickly, literally within days from our stay home, stay safe uh, requirement. And the reason why was because of margin calls. Not enough time today to go through all of the uh, the why behind it, but basically with the huge spreads in the bond market, mortgage rates are based on how the Fannie Mae 30-year bond is trading. And with the bond market, you know, losing 100, 280 basis points in one day and just all of this. So it caused liquidity issue because the other part of the liquidity issue is in the first beginning of it, which is what I'm sharing with you I, right now, is uh, banks are only were required to hold on to 10% of your deposit. So if you deposit $100, they hold on to $10 of that. Well, then the government brought it down because of the liquidity issue, not having to hold on to any of your deposits. 
So they really are not in the business to hold money. They're in the business to lend money. And they're also in the business to borrow money to be able to lend money on their warehouses, uh, their warehouse uh, line of credit, which are getting capped because of the margin calls. Now, consumers are coming in and taking money out uh, because they're getting margin calls. They're taking money out because they don't want to sell their stocks for the down payment of their home because the stock market crashed. So all of these things all happening at the same time were a perfect storm for the bank. So that was the beginning of the liquidity issue. Now let's step into what happened a little bit later and what we're dealing with right now. And I like it, you know, Keely, you talked about the media because there's a lot of information out there in the media that is not true. And it first started on April Fool's Day. Dazed and Confused, the song from Led Zeppelin kind of reminds me of what happened on April 1st. I'm not going to mention any names or any new cat newscasts that came out, but there was one really big one that I actually respect and listen to and in, in what's being talked about in the real estate space. Uh, but what was said was completely wrong. And it was encouraging in the forbearance because Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac had came out in the CARES Act to help through the coronavirus, the COVID-19 is the, uh, in the CARES Act was being able to go into forbearance and going into forbearance for 12 months. And there was a lot of supposedly great news that the banks weren't going to report on delinquents for 12 months. I'm going to actually bring that into next week's mortgage chat because there's money chat. There's not enough time today, but in what that really, all the things that can happen on the back end after you do this. But I want to stick with my main topic, which is the liquidity issues with the bank. Well, here's the problem. The banks don't hold mortgages. They sell mortgage into the secondary market. So when you go into uh, forbearance, that's going to cause an issue with the banks because what the banks do is they pay 1% upfront to keep the servicing rates of the mortgage. Then they have residual the income that comes in. Doesn't that sound fun? It's fun or sound beautiful. Residual income. It's a great thing for the banks. Typically, it's around 30% of your principal and interest payment only. Well, if you're not making mortgage payments, guess what? There goes the residual income. So here comes another issue with a liquidity issue. Now, Here's the next part of it is if you have a mortgage default, your first payment mortgage default, now that mortgage is not eligible to be sold in the secondary market. Remember, the banks are not in to hold mortgages. They're in to sell in the secondary market so that they get residual income coming in from the servicing. Well, now they're stuck. They can't sell in the secondary market because when you have a first mortgage default, it's not sellable. So they're stuck with that. So in this craziness, there has been some adjustments coming in to help the banks. Just recently, it was mentioned that Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, what the adjustment to the CARES Act and helping the bank side, because this is good so far for the consumer side. The bank side is that now, um, oh, and, and I forgot, I left a piece of it out. When you're going to forbearance for 12 months, not only do they are not getting that income that's coming in, but they still have to actually make the, the mortgage payments. They have to make the principal interest taxes and insurance, but they have no residual income coming in. Plus, they're holding on the banks because of the first loans because of the first mortgage default. Okay, so here's the relief that's came in recent is they're only responsible for the first four months all taxes and insurance, but not the principal and interest. But here's the catch. And this is why this is not helpful for the bank. And they have to figure something out because this is not going to help is they have to pay. The bank has to pay 700 basis points in order to do this on a first time home buyer. Okay. They get a break 500 basis points. Let's take a look at this because the average um, basis points that you make on the is 50 basis points. So on a $300,000 loan, that would be a net after all the expenses, paying commission over um, uh, all the costs of doing business, $1,500 on a loan, but it's going to cost them $12,000. So does that seem like a solution to help with the liquidity issue with this forbearance? Absolutely not. So here's the solution. 
things get really bad for clients that are going into first payment default, which means foreclosure. And because remember, if it hasn't, if they have, if they have not sold to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, the CARES Act is not going to help you as a consumer going into forbearance because it hasn't sold. So you don't fall under the CARES Act now. So the bank then, they have to foreclose and quickly because otherwise they're stuck with this or they just increase the prices of doing mortgages. So I'm just gonna leave it hanging there because that's all we know right now. And that's the reality. But I'm a believer with challenge comes opportunity and we're gonna figure out opportunity. We're gonna work through this. Everything's gonna go okay. We're gonna make it out. How? I don't know, but we'll bring that in for future Money Chat. So that's the Money Chat for today. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, before we get to our first guest, uh, coming up on the, on the Money Hour, which is going to be our panel conversation. Well, actually, this is live, so we're kind of making a little adjustments and mistakes as we go along. Normally, we would go to our commercial break. We have no commercial break. Isn't that great? No we have more time to actually <laughs> chat with our grace. So it's not coming up next because we're just going to go right in to our panel conversation. So the panel conversation today is on the environment and what is happening um, I'm excited to talk with our guests. I'm excited to hear uh, for um, uh, Keelan and myself as well. So let's just go to and start out, uh, Susan, with you in this environment and what's happening to all of us. What type of challenge is that causing for you in your business? Well, actually, I can't really say that I'm having a lot of challenges right now. So I don't know if that's horrible to say. I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of other agents that are having challenges. I know there are. Personally, I'm finding that the calls to view homes and commercial properties, because I do both commercial and residential, have increased. I've been getting a lot of calls. Um, <clears throat> I have a theory on it. The theory is people cannot do open houses. How are people going to get into these houses? They have to now call agents. And since I'm a top, you know, top marketing agent in the area, I do a lot of marketing. I'm out there. I have a lot of referrals. I do a lot of business. Um, people know me and they call me. They reach out to me. So um, I feel like that my calls have increased just because of those, those two things. So I feel very blessed. The interesting caveat in this is that buyers are now being forced to be pre-approved before looking at homes. Most agents will not allow anyone in unless you're pre-approved. So maybe that's why you're getting all those extra phone calls. People are way I more serious. I love that. Yeah, people are way more yeah. serious right now. There's no mucking around. You have to be pre-approved and it has to be underwritten and mortgage companies want to know you have a job so and you know i love what you just said susan because this is exactly what i believe in what i i share in all of my platforms with every challenge is an opportunity and it's of equal balance the bigger the challenge the bigger opportunity and what i want to repeat for anybody that's listening especially real estate agents and what susan just said here is the opportunity. Clients can't, buyers cannot get into open houses now without you. Now that's just one thing that's happening that you can send that challenge into an opportunity. Susan, I love that. Thank you so, so much for that. Nancy, how about for you? What's a, a challenge that you're dealing with in your business right now? Well, it's an interesting challenge. The business we're in is helping families get ahead of, God forbid, or what if situations before they come become hardships. And without surprise, with tremendous surprise, the whole world has become focusing on a tremendous hardship. So what we're noticing is that we're seeing a huge uptick in downloads of our Get Your Act Together Getting Started template because families are realizing that after they 
organize the sock drawer and weed the yard and do everything else at home, that the kind of organizing that they need to do is actually more life and death related. How will we organize or run our life if something changes? So we're seeing a huge uptick there. The challenge that I'm finding is that a lot of consumers are pulling in on their consumer purchases and they're a little bit scared. So sales may not be as strong as what we would like, but I'm not allowing that to affect my attitude because as you say, it's how you look at it. And I'm really excited to hear that a major bank has reached out to me with the idea of co-branding our system and sharing it with their clients around the nation. There are large organizations out there that can share our system with their clients and show a way to touch and transform lives beyond the transaction that can be very deeply appreciated. So instead of going to gloom and doom, I see many, many opportunities and I cannot control what goes on with regard to some of the drama, trauma and chaos that we're experiencing in all the different ways, but I can control how I show up, how many podcasts I can speak on, how many useful tips and ideas I can share, how I can contribute to the success of other people. And how you do anything is how you do everything. So I'm confident that whatever the new normal will be, that I'll be thought of as a great resource and someone that people would be proud to recommend. Nancy, what you do, it, you know, it takes a time like this. I mean, that's that's what you prepare people for is the time that we're in now. So what you do is so important. And unfortunately, sometimes it takes a circumstance where people really see it because it's always the not me type thing, not my family. It, it's all families. And, you know, and especially something that that affects us all on such a grand scale that this has how important is the work that you do? So congrats on that, on the deal with the bank and good on you for staying in there and helping people to have some confidence financially. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Keelan, how about for you? What do you see a challenge for you? Well, I, you know, to be honest, I'm, I think that Susan, Susan mentioned something there. People getting pre-approved. People, you should get pre-approved before you go out to to go out to your to your agent. I mean, that should be the natural behavior. That's not the behavior that we see. So this is actually training people to be smart about it because you want to be laser focused on making sure your financing matches the home that you love. It's it's terrible to go out there and and just kind of fantasy shop and then feel like you're disappointed when you don't get what you want. Or maybe you're not. You maybe you could step your whole game up. I often find that where we pre-approve something, they're like, "Wow, I can afford that much home." you know it's usually that way we're talking big numbers spread out over many years so I've been really busy the you know and I think it's a fantastic opportunity for people to go out and take advantage of this you can still go look at homes there's the busiest market in 13 years before this happened this definitely threw a little curveball in the situation where you might be able to go and you know because interest rates play a huge part go get more home than you ever could before and come out of this and, you know, turn lemons into lemonade. So uh, I'm loving it on that aspect, at least. Yeah. And so I, I hope our listeners today are seeing that we all have obviously the same mindset and really it is all about mindset. It can be fearful or you can go from a place of faith and faith and excitement of what's coming up. And so, you know, I, I love that. I talked in the beginning about, uh, you know, kind of feels like the media is coming from dazed and confused, not understanding what's happening in the banking side as far as the liquidity issue. Uh, and I'd like to bring that in with, you know, I've, we've had on my purchases, we had five 
contract, purchase contracts that came in with less than 25 days, and they're all closing on time. We're not running into challenges with any of them closing on time. And so that dazed and confused that people are feeling as a consumer getting in the craziness of what the mortgage arena is happening behind the scenes can actually leave like it's another day in paradise or what's the name from the Phil Collins song. That's the song I'm thinking of because that's really how our buyers are feeling. So, um, uh, you know, there's lots of opportunity. And if you're working with, uh, with a, a company that's dialed in at a high level, everything comes out, uh, comes out great. So we were going to kind of talk about, you know, what was the solution to the challenge, but you guys kind of all did that right there. And so as we're wrapping up our, what we would traditionally call a first segment, because even though we're not going to commercial, this is still our first segment. Let's, uh, let's just talk a little bit about, you know, how you see things coming out on the other side. So, you know, Susan, uh, what do you visualizing for yourself on the other side when everything is back to maybe what you might call normalism? Yeah, well, I, a lot of agents aren't going to like what they hear when I say this, but I'm not the only person that thinks it. I truly believe that this, just like 2008, is going to weed out a lot of agents who shouldn't be in the industry. Uh, Part-time agents who have full-time jobs uh, they make the 1% look bad. Honestly, they do. Agents who cannot sustain the business and don't have the experience that they need to write offers and protect their clients' money, lost through earnest money, you know, because they didn't counsel their clients on the contingencies. They don't know how to keep timelines in check. They missed the, the inspection response contingency timeline. There's a lot of things that happen in a transaction. And if you don't have an amazing agent who knows all the laws around writing a contract, you're, you're gambling your money. So what I see as a benefit is the 1% will be strong and the rest hopefully will fall off. And, and I'm sorry if a lot of people are offended by that, but I do believe it's, it's going to happen. No, and I don't think there's, if, if hopefully nobody would be offended, the reality is it is the reality. And so hopefully if you are in that space that you're not doing well, this can be some excitement and to really uh, look what other agents are doing, how they're, why they're in a one percentile in a great market and in a very challenged market so that you can up your game because it's all control for all of us. And I, you know, believe that you've got more strength right now than you did yesterday when things were at, were normal, you know, so that's, that's um, awesome. Uh, Nancy, what about you? Well, I have a couple of thoughts about this. You know, when the Great Recession happened in 2008, I had just one avenue of revenue, and that was a public relations agency that I ran that fell on very hard times when everything else fell apart. It was nothing that was our fault. It was just maybe just relying on that one avenue of revenue that made me vulnerable at that time. And so what I decided to do to pull myself out of the Great Recession is to have multiple streams of revenue that I could tend to so that I could navigate even if something changed. And so I did a variety of things. I did public speaking. I did um, joint ventures. I spoke. I, um, I had a whole variety of sold information products, a very famous product I've created called Bye Bye Boring Bio that literally save my bacon at the precise time I needed to bring it home. So I think what we're going to find on the other side of this is many, many people who have been relying on one avenue of revenue are going to think about diversifying how they create 
a wheel of revenue so that they are no longer beholden to just one single source. And I think that for those who have to find themselves in a place of reinvention, it's time to reflect on what did you do in 20, 2008 to pull yourself out of a challenging situation? Which of those things did you do that you can dust off and refresh and make relevant for yes. today's times? Because if you've been brick and mortar, now's the time to go online. And if you've yep. been online, how can you up your game to be of greater service, support, and contribution to those you serve so that you can serve, profit, and grow? If It's all really how you well look said. at it. And so yeah. how's it going to be for me? I'm going to revisit some of the things I did back in 2008 mm-hmm. to come out of it. And I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to aim high with what I'm doing with Life Goes On Roadmap because getting larger organizations to be on board is going to allow me to touch and transform more lives and it just reinforces yeah. my courage in making those big asks. Ask for bigger, yeah, bigger make, contracts. Yeah, makes total sense. That's what yes. I'm thinking. Yeah, that is awesome. And um, uh, for, same thing for me. It's the financial meltdown. Exact same thing. Beautiful things are going to come out of this. And I'm just glad that it's taken me a few days to get in the right mindset where it took me two years to get in the right mindset from the meltdown. Keelan, what about you as we're wrapping up our first segment here? Um, I, I kind of hit it on a money chat, but I can go on that all day. I think this has created a separate gap. A, 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 how should I say it? it's pushed this gap of technology farther, right? We are holding on to the past so much. And for, I mean, and there's a lot of great things with it, you know, and that's the way I grew up, brick and mortar and things like that. But, you know, this is really just going to accelerate things. And I wonder how schools are going to be after this, you know, with all this homeschooling going on and things that have been pushed towards technology where we're utilizing it more of a non-traditional sense into our traditional lives. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking with, with, with what Nancy said as well, that we're going to see a huge change in how, and maybe a reevaluation in giant companies on how they do things um, going forward. And it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. So, so true. So many, uh, so many things are going to come out of this. All right. Well, that's actually perfect timing. And you're listening to the money are at 1150 AM KKNW, our virtual show. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome back. Again, you're listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, our virtual show, obvious. It's our Thursday, April 23rd show. I'm your host, Tina Mitchell. I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. And we are your local mortgage experts. Uh, We're here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but we're here to answer any questions or connect with the guests that we have on the show. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And I'm excited for my conversation, our conversation with Susan Ward, which is definitely a one percentile in the real estate space. And she's with Real Living at Northwest Realtors. Susan, welcome. Thank you. Hi. And hello. I know. It's just, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a little different here with our uh, Zoom system. 
And a little bit about Susan, uh, every client is different. One of the things that you understand and makes them, one thing that Susan does is she understands what makes them different. Susan was a full-time realtor with Real Living Northwest Realtors. There are many different variables in buying a home, especially with the most in the most interesting time that we are today. It's really important to educate a buyer, allowing them to focus on what's important to them and to be in tune to the types of properties that her clients love. And uh, people just call her amazing and successful through the buying process. Aw. <laughs> Keelan, you want to ask her the first question? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that was on me. This is a virtual thing. Usually it's kind of a, <laughs> an interesting break. Yeah, so uh, I want to elaborate, Susan. Um, like I said, great time to buy a house. How, if I wanted to go purchase a house right now, I know there's a lot of questions around going to see homes and you alluded yeah. to that with getting pre-approved. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So of course, a lot of people's concerns are, are we even allowed to still look at houses, right? Yeah. So we are definitely allowed to look at houses, but there are strict guidelines now with the CDC. So there's a couple of options. There are still people out there who are nervous to go out. And I am more than happy. And I do work with clients that are nervous to go into the homes. And I'm happy to say that I have all kinds of technology that you guys can choose from. You know, WhatsApp <laughs> is my favorite app. It seems to be the best one that works. So I'll actually take you through a walkthrough of the home. And, you know, that's way better than any photos, really. You can really get a better picture of what the house looks like. So number one is remote showings. Um, and of course, we are still doing the in-person showings, uh, but we do have the guidelines to follow. We do have pre-approvals are required. We do have to set appointments. Appointments need to be set um, strictly. Uh, we don't wanna run into another agent. So those are, those are the options that we're doing right now. So yes, absolutely, we uh -huh. can go look at homes. And I am. I'm showing a lot of homes right now. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, I'm working with uh, Susan for quite a while. It's, it's just really great to see all of us navigating and doing new things and, and doing it with a level of excitement and uh, ownership and leadership and, and our space. So Susan, let's talk about the safety requirements to protect the seller, to protect you, to protect the buyers? What's that look like? Yeah, sure. I touched on it just a little bit, but um, as I said, appointments. The reason they're doing that is because there's there are still a lot of people buy, buying and we're only allowed two people in the house at a time, literally. So if I'm going house hunting with a couple, one person has to stay out of the house and we... So things are taking a long time. So remember when you're scheduling showings with your, it's going to take double the time because only one person at a time plus the agent. Um, <clears throat> so that's number one. I touched on the fact that you have to be pre-approved. They want to see that pre-approval. They're also requiring that you review the form 17s. Those are the form 17 is the document that the seller fills out to disclose any issues with the home. So they're really not looking for door kickers or what is the saying? Door kickers right now. Mm -hmm. They want people who have gone through the documents. They want people to look through the, the CCNRs. They want people to look through the preliminary documents. They want people to look at the Form 17s and certainly have a solid pre-approval in order to schedule that showing. 
Um, so Susan, when they're going, the buyer going in there, are they required to wear the, uh, the mask and gloves or what, what does that look like for yeah. the responsibility the buyer must take? They're not, they're not, it's not mandatory. However, I do provide rubber gloves. I do provide the disinfectant, uh, a lot of agents and we do care kits at the door. When we've got a listing, people come in and you can wash your hands with a disinfectant and gloves. So we do ask shoes off that type of thing. So it is, rec it is recommended. And I always give my clients proactively, you know, the disinfectant when we leave, please wash your hands. And uh, so, yeah, it's not required, but it is a safety, safety thing. So Susan, there's uh, some extra steps that we have to take and it's going to take a little bit more time, but I heard there's some fantastic deals out there at this point. Uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that? That is something I hear a lot, and <laughs> I sure wish that was accurate. <laughs> it's absolutely not accurate because guess what? We still have a lot of buyers. The pro and and the thing about the buyers today is they are they have solid approvals, right? Remember, everyone has to be underwritten. Almost, you know, it's, they've got to have a solid approval. So every single buyer that's looking right now are approved and there really aren't a lot of homes on the market. So everybody is fighting for these homes. So yes, I am still seeing multiple offers. I mean, the good news is that the homes that are on the market are, are going to have a lot of um, preparation to sell. So for sellers, this is a great thing. I know everyone's worried about whether they should sell or not, but honestly, it is still a busy market. And it depends on the area and how the house looks, of course, and making sure that yeah. agents aren't overpricing. Well, our uh, our clients uh, went in on a multiple offer last night. Do we hear anything yet? Yep, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. We'll find out. <laughs> maybe and after yes. maybe after the show. Yes. Yeah. And we have yeah. to go Love quite it. a bit above asking. So we'll a see. A lot. A lot. We'll see. Yeah, I kinda yeah. I, it's I, crazy. I mean, if you don't go ahead, Keely. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I kind of set you up there, uh, Susan. So you killed that because the reality is it was the busiest market in 13 years where we went into this. Every offer I've gotten was multiple offers. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, Keelan, I'm Keelan is, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Keelan is good at setting up our, uh, the guests. Thanks a lot. And they seem to nail it every time. You killed it. Love it. You passed the test. <laughs> uh, so Susan, let's uh, shift over to uh, buyers. Let's say that our buyers that made their offer at nine o'clock last night, they get their offer ex accepted or anybody yeah. that's listening. And a common question is, is, you know, what about the home inspection? How is that process uh, happening? Well, What's good news, like? short and sweet answer. You, we are allowed to do inspections, but only the inspector and only the agent. So what I do and my clients love this is the inspector gets through his inspection and my inspector will set up on the compute on the kitchen counter or, or a table. And what we do is we do a live chat. So we, we get everybody up on WhatsApp and we share the screen and we go through the inspection and it's really just like they were here. I mean, you can't follow an inspector up onto the roof or into the crawl space anyways. So let's face it, this is an amazing opportunity for our buyers to spend some more loving time at home with their family and deal with what's the essential part of it, which is the report after the completion. 
And, you know, who knows? This may transition as a new way to do business afterwards. Oh, so the buyer is not amazing. at a three-hour home inspection there, but maybe, yeah, interesting. Amazing. I'm loving all the things I'm learning right now. It's really pushing boundaries, and I am so enjoying it, and I'm up to the challenge. How cool is that that you get like a GoPro version of your inspection where you can actually see what's going on as opposed to reading through this enormous document. And that's why they have an awesome agent like you, Susan, you know exactly what's going on with that. But yeah. it is, it is, it is quite the document sometimes when you're walking through these inspections and making sure you can interpret it correctly. Right. That's right. Question for you, Susan. So what about the instances, let's say you want an investment property or an instance in where the home is occupied? Is that an issue? And what extra additional steps do you have to take if, if there's people living in the home when you want to go view? Yeah. So you're talking about tenants, right? Yes, tenants. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. The norm is 48 hours notice for a tenant. But <clears throat> here's the problem we are really in the hands of the tenants. So there's a lot of, I show a lot of investment properties. There's a lot of great tenants, but I am running across tenants who are panicked. Don't want to let anyone in the door. They don't want to show. And unfortunately we are at their mercy. Uh, there's nothing we can do about it. Per the state new rules, we can't evict. We can't, we, there's nothing you can do about it. So overall I'm finding that tenants are really good about it. And if, if there's the opportunity, the tenant will take my phone, we can ask them to do a walkthrough of the unit. And some of them are very workable, amicable to do that. <laughs> they will do that. Or, um, you know, maybe they would require a serious buyer. In other words, being under contract mutually. And then they're a lot more amicable to let people in. Yeah, that's great. Well, I think we've got time for one more question. Uh, so I'll wrap it up here with you, Susan. Let's talk about a seller that's listening to the show today. What does it look like for them? Should they be selling now? Should they wait until this is over? Yeah, well, the COVID-19 outbreak is certainly changing our lives, right? So, but what I can tell you, and I know you guys, you have heard this, this interview is that people are still buying and selling. The tech industry is still hiring. People are still moving out of their rentals. People have to buy. So it is still a strong housing market here in the Seattle area. There is no doubt about it. I mean, let's face it. We have the perfect trifecta. We have low interest rates. We have continued low inventory. And that, well, I guess that's not really a trifecta, but we have a lot of buyers. So that's the trifecta. So we still have people who need homes. We still have people we need people to sell. So it, it's a very interesting thing. And, you know, the best, I think that the whole uh, thing with these open houses being restricted, I think a lot of people might be worried about that. But just remember, what we're dealing with now are way more qualified buyers, right? So we are scheduling appointments. These people are so much more serious. Yes, yeah. Awesome information, uh, Susan. Thank you so much for uh, being here with us today. And I love how we're all like we're all here, and because in studio everybody is in the studio all through the entire show, and they get to listen. And now we're we're listening and watching right here all together. So, anyways, I wanted to chime that in. You are listening to the Money Hour on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. 
You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. If you just tuned in to today's show, you are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, our virtual show. So if you're listening on the radio, which our show airs on Saturday with a rebroadcast on Sunday, it sounds a little bit different on radio. It's because we are actually recording live virtually today. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are your local mortgage experts. And if you're hearing a show at a different time or day, you're listening to a rebroadcast. But again, we're here to connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. I'll give the show a call at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. We bring in each week the best of the best in every area regarding your financing. We're here to help you in today's economy. And our second and last guest today is Nancy Jutton with Life Goes on a Road Trip. Nancy, thank you so much for joining us on our virtual show today. Thanks, it's great to be here. Learning so much. I know, so excited, so exciting. And a little bit about Nancy. Nancy Judson guides families to organize their personal financial information and crucial documents before something random or crazy can stop them. The co-creator of Life Goes On Roadmap System is personally for personal financial information organization. Nancy is on a mission to touch and transform a million lives by guiding them to take one of 16 essential road stops, one 20-minute segment at a time. Nice uh, tagline there, Nancy. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Love it, Nancy. So um, let's talk about your roadmap. What circumstances were you in where you were like, this is something that's essential for people? And, um, and tell us more about what it is exactly. Well, okay, then. You know, about two years ago, in the same week, three women I knew had their financial lives completely turned upside down because of sudden divorce, death, and diagnosis. And almost instantaneously, they couldn't access anything they needed to be able to be in the driver's seat for their financial lives. And they're all women of a certain age, maybe 50 or over. And that's about the vintage that I am. And I said, I had this nagging feeling that if I didn't get my own act together, that I could be someone who would suffer the same fate. So I am married to a certified financial planner professional. And He said to me, what do I want for Christmas? And I said, forget the traditional gifts. What I really want is a roadmap. So if I need to drive our life forward for some reason, if you are not able to, that I have the power, access, and control to do that. And so we created the Life Goes On Roadmap system for personal financial information organization. And you're wondering, like, what is it? It's a game you play with your family to start important conversations around where the heck is everything I need if I want to drive my life forward. And there are 16 road stops that you take along this game board. Awesome. And instead of considering this a chore to put off, it's a game that you play where everyone who's involved is a winner because if life hits the fan as life just has desperately hit the fan, you don't want to be scrambling to find 
your medication list, your phone login information, how are you going to access your credit cards? If someone else has been driving that and you don't know how to do it, that adds a layer of stress to your life that you could really do without. So our system guides people to do that one 20-minute segment at a time. And we've had hundreds of families join with us over the last two years to get this job done. And I feel like we're like waving the empowerment flag for families everywhere that we can help globally now, which is fortuitous for us, you know? Yeah. And what a, what a great way to bring this all in together. Nancy, you are so brilliant. And we're not talking about bye-bye boring bio because that was what you uh, did that that helped you in the financial cr- crunch that you talked about to get something in there quickly. But you could, I mean, you're such, I've known you for many, many years. I've heard you um, uh, speak before. You know, you were an inspiration for me, uh, tying in my tragedy to triumph into my one time your business, the idea of bringing something personal into a business course. How can you connect the two? So you've been such an inspiration to me and your, your gift of word and why is this important for somebody to be gifted or to try to really work on that? Because each of us do what we do because we're passionate about what we do. And we know that we can help people. But if you can't communicate your message in a way that people are going to be drawn to your product or service, you're not able to share your wealth of information. And I just wanted to say that because um, uh, I know that people are coming into not just because of the behind what the message is, but getting them cited about that process in what you can, what you can do in their life. So anyways, just uh, well done. So well, I, I want to talk I with you. Oh, comment. go ahead, Nancy. Can I, I don't want to make course. a comment. Since we're talking about real estate professionals and mortgage professionals, um, our mm-hmm. guest today, Susan is not having any challenges at all. Her business is booming. But there are many real estate professionals and folks in the business of real estate that are looking for ways to touch and transform the lives of the clients that they've been fortunate to serve. And what a wonderful gift to share with your client. Listen, I know you're not buying or selling right now, but this is a gift I want to make available to you so that you and your family can remember me well and also be empowered to do something that's crucial I mean, look at if, of all the Absolutely. bottles of champagne and of all the interesting things that you can give a family when they close, what do they really need right now? And how can you touch them in a way that they will remember you for caring about them beyond the transaction for the nitty gritty things that need to happen in real life right now? I just invite people to think about yeah, that. Yeah, so true. Yeah, whether a real estate agent or any other business, if you do a closing gift, this is a closing gift that will really make a difference. Or if you're just giving a gift to a friend or a family member because it's their birthday, what a great closing gift. Uh, Love that, Nancy. Thank you. And again, you can call on the show at 1-855-411-50 or go online at themoneyhour.com. And I'm not sure what Victoria, our director of marketing, what she is behind the scenes, as well as our engineer, Gary, is behind the scenes. You just see us in front of the scenes. But I'm sure there's going to be posts with the contact information for our guests here if you're listening to this. Um, through our Facebook Live or on our YouTube channel. So, Nancy, let's talk about what has happened uh, since you launched your uh, product in 2018 until now today. Well, in the first two years, over over 5,000 families across the country have downloaded our Get Your Act Together Getting Started template, which is our gift to the world. And you can be one of them if you visit lifegoesonroadmap.com Get this Get Your Act Together Getting Started template and start the scavenger hunt right now with the families that you love the most. You'll never regret it. 
So we've had 5,000 or more people download this free gift. We've had hundreds of families actually complete their, their roadmaps. We have licensed our system to real estate professionals, financial advisors, estate planning attorneys, and now this very large bank. And we've been on television locally, nationally. I've, been, I've used my publicity skills to build a tremendous amount of buzz for what we are up to. So we're very easy to find, easy to refer, and easy to buy. And we've only just begun to fight. I think the one thing I'm particularly proud of, if I may share, that's also quite personal. My mother has dementia. There is no cure for that. But I've started an initiative with Dementia Support Northwest. And when donors give $100 or more to support their important good work, they receive the digital version of Life Goes On Roadmap as an in-kind matching gift. So those families that are contending with a dementia diagnosis actually receive a tool that's vitally important to capture information before the chalkboard gets scrubbed clean when the disease takes its nasty toll. So we're finding ways to give back as well as to um, contribute. And I feel really proud of the progress we've made and we've only just begun to fight. Well, speaking of Nancy, uh, and wow, what an incredible impact you've already made changing. And this is the at the core of changing people's lives is what you're doing. So and then as you grow in success, you give back, which is so awesome and amazing to hear me and Tina are big on trying to give back. Tina spends most of 90% of her time giving back. It's not knowledge. It's something else on some front. So uh, good on you for that. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the future. What do you have? What do you have on the forefront? This is what you've done now. What, where do you see yourself going from here? I'm following Jack Canfield's advice from the success principles. I'm aiming much higher and I'm reaching much higher and I'm going after CEOs of leading companies that are best companies to work for, employee assistance programs that are touching their clients during times of crisis. I believe that these large organizations can co-brand our system and look like heroes to the employees that they serve and that we'll be able to touch and transform many, many more lives. So anyone who is inspired by this idea, my suggestion is to go get the Get it Your Act Together Getting Started template at lifegoesonroadmap.com. It's free. It's fabulous. Use it yourself and then evaluate, would this be something that all of my clients could use? And is there a way for me to use this in my business so that we can really make a difference that's profound and lasting with the families that we serve? Because you know what? Everyone wants more referrals. They want to have deeper relationships with the clients that matter most to them. They want more word of mouth marketing and birds of a feather fly together. So if you go the extra mile with your clients in this kind of way, what kind of magic will come back to you beyond what you expected? This is the kind of thing that lasts a lot longer than chocolate or champagne. It's, it's crucial, especially in the clutch moments. And we've just only begun to fight. And I think my only obstacle is to just remember to keep on pushing the message forward, knowing that one day the right people will hear it and will gladly embrace it because selling is not that easy all the time not for some people, maybe not for our guest here who's not having any trouble at all, but there are some people that find it a little challenging. And if you get a little bit of rejection, you kind of have to fight back and keep pushing. And that's where I'm at with it. 
That's awesome. And yes, I'm uh, definitely, we all have uh, rejections and we all have challenges and we all have no's. But if you look at it as an, I call it an opportunity game, not a numbers game, you've got, you have to get through the no's. And a no could be that people are just not responding to anything that you do. And it's like, wow, I'm so passionate about this message. And why is, well, eventually they will. But if you lose that sense of passion because the discouragement and the fear starts coming in, that's where the issue comes in because now you're not able to present at your best. So, um, um, just go through and just say, just say one out of 10. If I think that's a good number to look at, I've got to do, you know, I've got to have one, 10 conversations to get one, maybe. And then that one, maybe it's going to take 10 of those to get one. Yeah. So whatever that is, and it makes it a game. So thank you for bringing that in Nancy. Um, and I want to say what I, uh, Victoria is here again, behind the scenes, uh, Victoria, shout out educational moment, reach out to Nancy. Let's get her on for our educational moment, which is for our clients. So for any business professional that's out there, if you are not doing events for your client and bringing in an opportunity for them to learn about everything except for what you do, because you want to be that connector. You want to be the person that you are, you have everybody that they need to have a strong financial blueprint. Print. We've got Nancy here. She is a keynote speaker. She's got a program that is unique compared to any other way to have the conversation around what you need to be able to prepare to, to navigate through that road when something comes up. And so I'm booking her. So you guys oh, book her you. for your event. Um, absolutely, can I, can Nancy. I say one so, more thing. Just one more thing, real of quick. Of course. In my other business, which is to help people get known to get paid, I've been encouraging people to get on podcasts and to show up on connection calls and to do radio shows because we can bring the world to our feet and to our laptop and touch and transform many more lives in ways beyond which we thought were possible. I came here today to share about Life Goes On Roadmap. I did not come here today with the idea that a speaking invitation would happen instantaneously while I was here. And so I would just say to everyone who's listening or watching, what podcasts, radio shows, and other virtual platforms can you contribute to and what new opportunities might emerge because you rocked it or gave some great value? And I, I just always wave the flag for what it is to show up and, and make a difference and to see what magic happens that was beyond expectations. So thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nancy, uh, for coming in. And on that note, I will give a uh, shout out here. Obviously, uh, Keelan and I would love to showcase your business here on the Money Hour and 1150 AMK KNW. Um, I'm proud to say in 2020, we opened Tia Media Agency, which if you want to start a podcast on a radio show, we'll take care of all of it for you through the agency. So if you're interested in information about that, you can reach out to the show as well. Uh, Keelan, any final thoughts from you as we wrap up our show today? Just love to everybody out there and we'll get through this. Everybody keep your, your head up, keep your spirit up and, uh, and create a new you. If I call to action to all our listeners out there, get contacted. This is a great time to talk to Susan, a great time to talk to Nancy and really dive into those things that you put on the back burner and come out of this thing, the best you that you can be. And, um, that's my goal. Uh, it's challenging, but you know what? Um, at the end of the day, What's your excuse now? You're stuck in your house. Get it done and uh, and come out of it shining. <laughs> I, lo I love that. Don't they say get her done? Get her done. <laughs> <laughs> well, well said, Keelan. Well, that is our show. Uh, one more opportunity to thank you guys for coming in, ladies. I appreciate you uh, being here. Thank you so much. And to our listeners, this is a wrap for our first virtual 
uh, Money Hour, which airs on 1150 AM KKNW. You're watching the virtual right now, but you can catch us on air on Saturday at 3, a rebroadcast at 8 a.m. Keelan on Sunday? Sunday at 8, yes, 8 a.m. Yeah, okay, perfect. And I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.